the third episode of Third and Forty, the sports podcast by people who don't care about sports, for people who don't care about sports. I'm your host, Emily Ziering, and I'm joined by Mary Jo Peel. Hi there. And Ken Daler. Hello, listener. So, friends, tell me how you encountered sports this week, because I didn't very much, but I understand that, you know, people in the world do. Mm-hmm. So, did you have any inter- any interest? <laughs> Take, <laughs> Take two. Interactions. Take two. Interesting interactions with sports. I did have a recent interaction, yeah. which is very fitting with a an item that we will be discussing later in the episode. I recently, during the time when it was happening, I went to a March Madness party oh. where we watched the matchup. <laughs> For someone who does not dig sports, you go to a lot of sports parties. Well, I was just thinking about this that. This is actually an annual party that I attend. And get this listener and fellow hosts, I fill out a bracket as well that I steal from 538.com. <laughs> <laughs> Brackets seem magical. Like, I can't even look at them because my eyes kind of dazzle and bug out. I don't get it. Brackets really interest me. I totally get it. Because it's a mathematical formula? I think so. I think it's the way my brain works that I understand kind of how. The The only thing that really confuses me is, like, I understand each side of the bracket has 12 teams. Is that right? Yes. And then, like, no. I know that the top no. is compared with the bottom. So, like, what? team number one really? plays team number 12. Team number two plays team number what? 11. Team... So, like, and then in the two middle teams play each other. But what I don't understand. Really? Yeah. But what I don't understand is, like, how is team number one team number one? I feel like you're explaining, uh, like, an algorithm, which <laughs> I think you are, but it feels like physics and biology mm-hmm. and... Algebra all combined. I I'm I am a science so and math expert. I'm not. <laughs> wow. Well, that's impressive. I went to the party. I ate food. Um, and my bracket came in second. Hey. Thank you, Nate Silver. Nice job, Nate Silver. Mm-hmm. This might be a different episode, but I feel like Ken is always connected with, um, he's always going to parties, as Emily pointed out. And he seems to be highly connected to these parties that exist around sporting events. Hmm. So I'll be curious to know what the next one is. Maybe a golf party like the Masters party? I don't know. I think part of it is that the only time I watch sports is when I'm like at a party or at an event or something where it's on television. Because if I'm at home, I'm not going to have sports on the television. Heavens no. Yeah. So I think that might be part of it. Sure. The social aspect yeah. of it. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. We'll have to noodle that. We yeah. can do a whole episode on Ken's life outside the podcast. <laughs> Making a note. <laughs> episode. <laughs> Ken's life. <clears throat> Mary Jo, did you encounter sports at all this week? I think I might have. <laughs> I drove my um, nieces to swimming. Oh, a couple of nights. They are club swimmers and they are high school team or middle school team swimmers. Okay. So I drove my nieces um, to their swimming workout for their club team thing. Did you just drop them off? Yes. Uh, mm. How did they get home? 
Are they still there? <laughs> I should have made myself a note. Pick them up. <laughs> Write it down now. <laughs> Pick up. Um, no, I dropped them off, and then uh, a parent picked ah, them. Okay. Them up, and I, I always like. I'm always curious about what that mean. What it means to them. I always want to know what they're thinking about while they're doing millions of laughs, mm. and they're so funny because they're like nothing. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. Maybe it's just totally zen. Yeah. So I think yeah. I did have a, a connection or a interaction. Yeah, I'll approve it. A, okay. A brush with sports. A brush with sports. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I had a realization the other day. So, I'm sorry. I'm getting back to our sports encounters. This is this is my little anecdote for the week. My husband and I were talking about entertainments and buying tickets to see stuff as a family. And I noticed that the Harlem Globetrotters were coming to town. And I thought, wow, I haven't seen them since I was a kid. Um, that was my hometown MNBA basketball team. Mm. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> seriously, is that how you thought of them? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So I, until recently, thought that the Globe <laughs> the Globetrotters. <laughs> We're my local basketball team. Did you live in Harlem? <laughs> I lived in northern New Jersey. Okay. And they I was I saw them play a lot as a kid. The guy with the spinning thing and the other guy. Anyway. <laughs> the other guy. Can I ask a question? Yes. Were you not familiar with the um I believe the other New York the other New York team is <laughs> The Knickerbockers, the New York <laughs> the Knicks. Yes, I think that's not, right. Yep. Did you did you think it was like California where they had several? Yeah, well, professional in teams? Chicago, there's the Cubs and the White Sox. So I, why can't I there be the Knickerbockers? Yeah. No, I'm not challenging that. I'm just trying Mary to get an idea. <laughs> I'm just getting an idea of like how you perceived that. So I just thought the Globetrotters were my like local MNBA team. Okay, that's and, really uh, funny. I. I actually, when you say that, I think when I first encountered them, like as a kid, I thought they were a real sports team as well. But I grew out of that a long time ago. (laughs) I think I remember they came to, they must have come somewhere because I do remember seeing them as a kid. And I think I thought that maybe they were, they were associated with a professional team, but they were the fun guys that like they were the social outreach piece Mm. of Mm -hmm. the team that they were going to bridge a connection between people who didn't know basketball (laughs) to get them on the the side of like the, I don't know, like some sort of bridge. (laughs) I actually, like, it gets worse. I said to my husband, like, wow, I thought it was so cool that this NBA team came to my elementary school. I'm sorry, Emily. uh, NBA. NBA. (laughs) That this NBA team came to my elementary school so often. Oh, so, so sweet. Which it's probably the scam they're running. That's probably a whole scam. And then Ben said, "Didn't you notice they always played the Washington Generals?" And I was like, "No, I've never even heard of that team." They I did. Know. They played the Washington Generals. And then I thought, "Is that another N- MNBA yeah, team?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are the Washington Generals? That's like the other half of the Globetrotters. Huh. They're like the oh. straight man. Oh my god! So, oh. Okay. Because oh, so they they're the Washington Generals aren't having fun. I guess not. Well, oh. they. I mean, I don't know. So if they you might can get we, have we, fun playing a sport. I guess they're we can't fun. get into their heads, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> the idea being that they're they're playing against them to yeah. demonstrate yeah. their funny, silly, amazing skills. Right. Yeah. 
So I actually, when you first when you first said that the Harlem Globetrotters are going to be in town, I had no idea that they were still performing, playing. I don't right. Know. Yeah. And so my initial reaction was because, you know, because the Globetrotters are not a MNBA team, I assume that they don't constantly change players. So I'm assuming the Globetrotters are all like in their 60s, right? Right. No, they'd be in their 90s because they came to my <laughs> they came to my elementary oh my school. So they they're really they're much older than that. Wow, Ken. that's going to be quite a show. Wow, <laughs> think about how good their skills must be. Playing. Yeah, yes, <laughs> that's a I, lot of practice. I remember donkeys being involved, and I was very what, donkeys. Yes, I I could swear to you that they would come <laughs> out on a donkey and shoot a basket from. A donkey. <laughs> and I remember being very concerned because we always get got yelled at for walking on the gym floor in, in not sneaker, you yep, know, approved yep, sneaker. Yep. Oh, Otherwise, you might leave the black mark on the gym floor. Yes, but oh, they let the donkey go. <laughs> the donkey wasn't wearing sneakers. So did you get tickets? I did not. I did not. But I think we need to. Are you intrigued? Do you I'm think, totally intrigued. Do you think the kids would enjoy it? Mm-hmm. I do. I do. It's I love I remember loved loving it like, oh, that's amazing. Wow, they're so talented. Yeah. I I can't like I can't think of anything that they do other than spinning the basketball on one finger. Like I can picture a globetrotter spinning a basketball on his finger. Yeah, I don't What know. else do they do? Beats me. Okay. okay. I I think it's there's well, there's donkeys involved. There's donkeys. Now. I know so that. At least when I saw it. Uh, but I think there's a lot of chore- choreography with the other players, like ducking between okay. their, you know, legs and jumping over. And so it's highly choreographed. Hmm. So, I mean, that then brings me to another question, which may need to be a whole entire episode. Taking a note. <laughs> Is what the Globetrotters do a sport? I mean, oh, it sounds more like a performance in a lot of ways. But they are keeping, I think they do keep but score, but it's it like, joke score. Is it like <laughs> wrestling where it's all like planned out ahead of time? How could it be? Because of I physics. I don't know. Bernoulli. Bernoulli? Whatever. But I, I, is he a physician? <laughs> I do think it's planned out. And I also think they are keeping score, but I think it's joke score. Like, I'd be willing like to what's bet. what's a joke score? Well, they just do it for show. I'd be willing to bet dollars to donuts <laughs> that the whole thing is contrived and they know who's going to win okay. every time. Sounds like wrestling. I uh, Yeah. Yeah I, yeah. I don't know. I don't I know. I think it might not be a sport. Okay. So, listener, tell us. Yeah. Is what the Harlem Globetrotters do a sport? Yeah. Please write to us. Do we have a do we have an email address? No, least? we don't. Just go to thirdandforty.com. Again, we don't own that domain. Oh, <laughs> Great. Now it's going to be a million dollars. Thanks, Ken. <sighs> so, okay, so Ken, you already said that you did some March Madness watching. Yeah. Mary Jo, did you partake in any basketball? No, I did not, and um, I get really scared of the whole bracket thing again Mm -hmm. like everybody knows something that i don't it looks so complicated to me so short answer no sorry to go off no that's okay i don't did you no well i watched the very first round well not round i watched a game in the first round okay because it was my alma mater i was curious i used to so i've been participating in this bracket with this group of friends for 
maybe six years, Golly. something like that. And so I, I literally use Nate Silver's exact, 538's exact bracket every year. And I've won twice. This year I came in second. And there were eight of us, so it's not like it's a gigantic Did you win group. money? How so does that work? So in second place, I think I won, I think second place gets a quarter of the winning, so I won $20. Okay. I put in 10 so there were eight people. So the win- first place winner won sixty dollars. Oh, so it's, okay. You know, not a gigantic bracket, but the first couple years when I would watch, uh, when I would participate in the bracket, I would actually, I would actually turn the games on sometime at home. They would usually just be on mute, but because I don't actually understand basketball, like I mean, I right. understand the basketball goes in the hoop and points right. are earned. Goals at but, either end. But I don't really mm-hmm. understand like. When does the one guy just do the thing from, like, the center or whatever? Mm -hmm, I don't really know that. But I actually remember, I think the first year I did the bracket, and the game had been on for about five, seven seconds. And my brother's friend said to me, oh, do you watch a lot of basketball? And I said, this is literally the most basketball I've ever seen. (laughs) And we were about seven (laughs) seconds into the game. Um but now, now I've been because I've been participating in March Madness for a few years now. I don't even turn on the games ever, not even on mute. But I do check the like the rankings a lot on the website to find out how I'm doing. Okay, but I don't get the relationship. Now that you're doing the brackets, you don't watch the games. <laughs> well, <laughs> I started watching the games when I started doing the brackets. Okay, but now I just I, now you I just, just await the scores. Now I just await the scores. Okay, yeah. okay. And my my level of interest will rise or fall throughout March Madness based on whether or not I still have a chance at winning Got or it. whether I've kind of already lost. Right, right. And I, I understand there's some there was some story around Loyola where like a 400-year-old nun, nun says, yeah. said something Jean? funny. Jean? And I think her name was Jean. Sister Jean? Sister Jean, I think, okay. is her name. And she corrected a sports caster or sports reporter's English or something. Oh. So, as you can see, I'm very versed in sports, <laughs> but I thought I would just take us down that tangent. You're welcome. At my March Madness party, she was mentioned several times. Huh. And at one point, I saw her on the television. She was being, like, wheeled into the stadium or something. Like Punxsutawney Phil? Yeah. And everybody was like, there's Sister Jean. <laughs> Was Punxsutawney Phil wheeled into <laughs> No, but, but people love an elderly nun associated with something yeah. uh, out of what they perceive to be not her purview. Sure. Like, yeah. Oh, elderly yeah. nun and basketball. It's so cute. Yeah. I have no idea what her relationship with this team is or what her relationship to Loyola is. Hmm. Well, I think Loyola is a Catholic university. Okay. I think she was a teacher at Loyola. Okay. So, But again, making it all up. Anyway. Great. So We're my, so informed. My problem with March Madness is... That it takes place in March, and March is the worst? March is the worst. Yeah. But it's it's more about my sadness when I think about all of these kids who have been training and playing basketball for years, and they only get one shot at each game, right? Now, in the MNBA and the WNBA... It's the best of seven when you get to the championship, right? When you get to the... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. That's how it works in baseball, but I don't know how it works in the M and WNBAs. I'm pretty sure that in both of the NBAs, it's best of seven. And yet, in March Madness, 
You only get one shot. It's yeah. a one-off. Yeah. Oh. And it feels horribly unfair, especially because these are children. Yeah. Children. That's the way it is in the MNFL also. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I don't. It, I, it's always felt unfair to me. So my suggestion is best of seven for every game. <laughs> and then it just goes on. So then it would just be like spring madness. September yes. madness. Because so, it's going on for three or four I months. I really love your heart behind that, Emily. Well, I do. Guys, I mean, it's. I understand it's 448 games. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done the math? I, I did the okay. math. Okay. <laughs> but worth it. <laughs> right? Right. Because you're going to get a like a more accurate right yeah 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 the the question that that leads me to though is i do know there is a fair amount of controversy over whether or not college basketball players should receive some form of payment and you're now asking them to play a whole lot a whole lot more games than they are currently playing well so, so if they get 0 dollars now they'll get 0 dollars then that it all that sounds out. more unfair than only playing one game yeah i mean i'm not here to litigate Exploitation of <laughs> college saying. basketball players. I do. I have heard that's a terrible, terrible thing that we do to our yeah. college yes. players of all sports. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm I'm not here to decide what should be done about not exploiting them. I'm here to tell them that they need to play more. <laughs> You're basically here to drop a bomb and then leave. Could it be done? Let's say let's say this is happening, but we have to figure out the logistics. Could we do best out of three? Two out of three. To oh, s- just scale look at the it down a little bit. Here. Very well, nice. to scale it down, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, we could. I think my idea is better, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not negating your idea. I'm looking for a workable yeah. solution. I mean, three sensible. I mean, it's still you have to win at least two out of three. It's certainly better than one out of one. Right. I mean, what if like your star player has like IBS that day? <laughs> yes. Right. Absolutely. It's just not fair. Right, like all the variables. I almost asked what IBS day. was, but then I put it together. What if the players were asked a question about their values, like in the Miss America pageant? Ooh. If you, what is your goal if you win this game? What will you do with, um, or what do you see as the world's most pressing problem? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What if that were taken into account? Just a thought. I'm not saying it's an answer. I'm just exploring. I like it. So you're adding a be judged element yeah. to or an evaluation, yeah, kind of I thing. Like who are these? Who are these people as people? Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I think we could add that to every single sport. Yeah, we should. We should get to see their report cards. Yeah, yeah. I like this, especially with college sports. You're there to learn, kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Show us what you've learned. Yeah. Okay. Indeed. Thank you, March Madness. So um, we're going to do another lightning round game. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Who won March Madness? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, I know it because I picked the team. Villanova. Okay. I thought it was Villanova. No, I think it's Villanova. Oh, okay. Are they always private schools? Listener, do you know? (laughs) I do not know. And here's my other beef about March Madness. They don't always end in March. That's right. The final game this year was played in April. Well, under my system. (laughs) (laughs) I propose. It would be June. (laughs) The March Madness party I went to was on March 31st. And that was when the final four happened. And then it narrowed down to two. And they played this 
I don't know. They played after. Okay, this is really dumb, but they are. April. The games are <laughs> happening concurrently, right? It's not yes. like one stadium yes. where they wait for it to clear <laughs> out. And then the next. Okay, no. no well, I, in, I really in, did wonder, like, oh. In the, so, like, when the first, you know, 64 or 48 <laughs> teams are playing, they're obviously playing concurrently. But when the final four, they are actually happening in the same stadium, I think. Oh, wow. So, you're so they play around. one right after the other. And that the final four is what's going to be happening next year in Minneapolis. Oh, yes. So, and then I think I think Minneapolis will then host the final game as well, the championship game. Oh, how exciting! I hope we're invited. (laughs) We won't be. But but also, it's I think for for some of the hockey games, the hockey tournaments, some of the games are really late, and that's Mm. so weird to me, like. So and so and so and so will be playing at eleven thirty at night. Wow! Oh yeah, I'm glad I'm not a. I boy, I know you have to I have know. my hockey game at like yeah. two because I'm no good after five. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. For the final four, I mean, okay, one one more suggestion. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm full of these, but I really would love to see the final four teams play at the same time in yes. the in the same stadium. Yes. Yep. So share the court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right? That sounds like a lot of fun. So we can all see. So you can see everything. Yeah. And yeah. All at once. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm behind I think that. that's a great idea. One million person. <laughs> one million And I think, I think what they would do is they would have two hoops on each end. Oh. And then there could be like maybe a bonus point if you get your basketball in like the opposite <laughs> game's hoop. I like that. Yeah. We, we are fixing sports. Yes. I love us for it. Yes. This is our new mission. Yeah. Fixing, fixing sports. sports. Yep. Yeah. I, I think like that's it. a great idea. I like it. Okay, now back to our lightning round. Oh, yes, okay. Ma'am. We're going to try something a little different this episode. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to give you a sports term. <laughs> okay. And You're going to ask us to define it? Yeah, I sure oh, am. No. I sure am. Oh, no. Okay. 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 Just do your best. Just do your best. <laughs> Ken, what's a nutmeg? It is a spice in my cupboard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I have I actually have uh two jars of nutmeg. One of them is whole nutmeg and one of them is ground nutmeg. Okay. I mean that's technically correct. So where where does the sports come in? Uh it's a soccer term. A nutmeg is when a player intentionally passes the ball through an op- opponent's legs and receives it on the other side. Oh, wow. I kind of understand maybe where the term comes could, from. Could you, could you say that description again? Yeah. A player intentionally passes the ball through an opponent's legs and receives it on the other side. So the same player so who the kicked player it through? So the player is running. Yeah. Kick it through the legs, legs. go to the other and side that of that that player is probably that's, relatively stable. Right. That's fast. That's fast. That's yeah. pretty fast. Moving. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Soccer's I guess. And embarrassing. Well, except that there's no <laughs> points. That's the one thing I understand about soccer is you'll have like a four-hour four, four hour game and the score will be one to zero. Right. Most soccer games are four, four hours. I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, Mary Jo, what's offsides? Offsides is... Um, Football, and that is when uh, the uh, team makes a movement before the play is called. They're moving too quickly, and then they get on the other person's. The other 
the other, yeah. the, the nice other people's side too what? quickly before the I. That's all I can. I'm gonna stop. Before right. the okay. play is called, what does that mean? I don't know. When when the, the, the quarterback there. before the quarterback goes hut number number number, and then the then it's in play, but if somebody moves. Uh, through the line and goes over to the other side before the <laughs> quarterback says number, number, number. You, you lost me at Hutt. Number, number, number. I can see it so clearly in my head. 26. Yes, yes, like that. So okay. if he's doing that and then a player from the other team makes a false start and uh, encroaches on their territory. I'm so confused. I have it as a soccer term. I'm sure oh. it also oh, exists okay. in football. But it's a violation that occurs when an offensive player is closer to the opponent's goal than both the ball and the second to... Oh, my God. I can't even get through this. Let's so move was it? Is that more boring than my explanation? Yeah, that was more boring. I like... I. I was interested by uh, offensive player. Like, what does that mean? Offensive player? Offensive or offensive? Is he wearing, like, an offensive (laughs) shirt or has he said something offensive? That's a great question. And why am I assuming this player is a he? Or is it an offensive? Do you say offensive or offensive player? The offending player, the offensive (laughs) offending player. player. I think it would be offensive. Offensive player. Okay. I stand corrected. I don't know. Um, Ken, what's an outlet well, <laughs> Emily, I feel like, I mean, I want to say, like, I have an outlet in my apartment and I plug things into it. Um, but I feel like so far both of these have been soccer. So I'm going to guess it's a soccer term again. Wrong. Um, okay, but keep going. I'm already wrong? Yeah, you're already okay. wrong. I feel like, I mean, it's obviously a like a path that your ball can sneak out of. An outlet, okay. An outlet. Yes, okay. I like it. Or maybe it. a player can sneak out of this outlet. Uh, it's in basketball, and I was going to say an offensive strategy, but no, it's an Off- offensive. Offensive? I don't offensive know. strategy in which a player who gathers a defensive rebound passes to a teammate in an attempt to quickly begin the next possession. I don't understand. I don't understand. Can, can we back up a little bit? Yeah, my what too fast. is offensive and what is defensive? I always never get that. I guess offensive is the ones who are able to make points, and defensive is the ones who have to stop other teams. And protecting your goal or protecting your... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's right. Right? Okay. Okay. Well, I was to me, like, the defense is the team that's trying to prevent the other team from making a point. So So at that point... So you're defending... Right. Okay. At that point, I'm just then the other team is the offense. Or the offense. Or the offense. <laughs> Mary Jo, mm-hmm. what's three in the key? I'm going to say it's a baseball term. And it's, okay, three in the key. Hockey? I'm going to say it's hockey. It's actually basketball. Okay. All right. Two basketball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three in the key. So three, I'm going to say it's three handoffs or three three movements of the ball to three oh. separate players. To get to then, the what basket. is the key? Is that the basket? Maybe the key. The You're basket is unlocking the unlocking a basket. Oh, I like that. That's very Harry Potter. Yeah. And uh, it's a penalty which results in a turnover where an offensive, pl- offensive <laughs> player stands inside the key or the paint area for three seconds. <gasps> oh, the key. The it key. makes me think in hockey. There's like a penalty box. 
Right. I is don't that think what this the is key like is? that. No, the okay. key is like the paint area. But I don't yeah, know. so there's not there's not anything built around it. It's just an invisible sort Wait, of. So does the the player who has to stay in the key for three, does he or she have the ball? What what is the player doing in the key? I don't know. It's an offensive player. So that would be the player that has the ball, right? I would assume so. But no, you have to go in there and sit out, thereby sort of. So is the key like outside of the borders of the? Game? Yeah, I think it's on the. I think it's on the floor. So it basically is the penalty box. No, I think it's in the in the in, in the field of play. <laughs> Whatever. Is it? I think seems it like, is. It seems like they should get out of the way because they don't want to, <laughs> you know, trip up other players. They should. Yeah. Be mindful that well, they might be in the that's way. That's why I'm. I'm picturing the player like being in the field of play, but having to stay within a place for. But they three. can't play. But they that's can't why it's a penalty for play. three seconds in the key. Then Mary Jo has to be right. Yeah, I think you're right. I like your definition. Yeah. What did I say? Even? I don't know. Because so, I, I thought it was a. I guess it was a three hockey. Three players and handing stuff off. It made way more sense. Yeah. Well. <laughs> again, changing sports <clears throat> for the better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of our mission. Uh, Ken, what's a muff? Oh, wow. Um, I think it is when a player in... So far, you're right. ...a sport. <laughs> I'm trying to think of which sport this might happen in. I'm going to say... Ooh, you know what? I'm going to say rugby. <gasps> is it rugby? <laughs> you're introducing a whole... D- what? It's not. But I I'm like trying it. to think. I'm assuming it's a sport where the players might be really loud. And when a player is maybe too loud or says something inappropriate, um, that player is muffed. <laughs> and they're not allowed to scream or make sounds I wish, I wish y'all could see Ken's hand gestures <laughs> yeah, as, really he, as he works through his thought process. I love I'm, I'm very good with hand gestures, and they translate very well uh, yeah, in, an, in, in a podcast. So medium. you're welcome, listener. A muff is when a football, or when a, it is football, when a player touches a loose ball while unsuccessfully attempting to gain possession. Last one, Mary Jo. Yes. What's a long snapper? A long snapper, I'm going to say that's a uh, fishing term. <laughs> I'm going to say that's something from like a an eel pout contest yeah. and that you catch the wrong fish and it's especially egregious if it's a long snapper <laughs> that you accidentally caught. Yep, I think that's right. How close? <laughs> you actually... That's... Ken, yes, yep. I think that's, that's right. That's right. You're actually totally right. You liar. She's you liar. are such a liar. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Pray it's tell. Uh, a football term. The special teams version. I don't know what a special team is. The special teams version of a center. The long snapper excels at accurately sending the ball backwards between his legs to the holder on kick attempts or the punter on fourth downs. I don't. Uh, now I know. I have an idea of what that is. Oh, what is a special team? The snapping team? of the ball. So the guy who, when they're going to punt or do a field goal there's a special a special fellow who um <laughs> snaps it between his legs team? it's called snapping the ball i think I, i'm gonna yeah. shut up because i feel like I'm, yeah i'm very confused like i thought there was it only is, two teams no it's, a it's like a, it's a special squad of 
They're the people who get to sit there the whole time until until they have to do a field goal. So is the special team like part of one of the teams? Yes. Okay. Yes. And is the special team made up of members from just one team? Does each yes. team have their own special no, team? No, but I think it would be more efficient if they shared, spe- <laughs> if they shared a special <laughs> Like a toolbox. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, like when you go to the neighbors and... <laughs> if we had two special teams and two regular teams, then they could play two games at once, just like in the uh, Final Four. I love that. That we've proposed. I love that. I think that would be visually stunning if you had yeah. four football teams on the field. Yep. And they had and they had to keep it straight who they were throwing the ball to, and and then they just have the one special team that they can draw from. What if right. we did uh, two baseball games at once? That could be fun. Do you th- do you think they'd be at opposite sides they'd be of on the opposite stadium? Sides, yes. And they'd basically be th- like hitting their balls at each other essentially. Yes. I I would suggest that you paint one of the you paint the balls different <laughs> colors so yes. they can keep it straight. Yeah. But you know. Yes. We we need to start like a company Fixing sports. <laughs> fixing. Getting sports right. Fixing sports. We're, we're Emily, Ken, and Mary Jo. Getting sports right. <laughs> but I just want a whole bunch of, like, two games to be played at once. Every sport, I want two games played at once. <laughs> it's much more efficient. I know. You teams think you're so great. Yeah. Let's see you do that. Yeah. Let's see you try to play while there's in two other teams playing. I like that. Field. I like that. Done. Well, that's our show for today. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, listener. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Emily. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.